Yo, yo, what is good, my soul-seeking mountain-climbing friends of planet Earth? Welcome to this week's episode of Summit to Soul Mountain. My name is Ryan Witherspoon. Big love to you joining me here in the podcast realm. This week's episode was a whole lot of fun and a really great conversation with my friend Ashleen. We met through a breathwork ceremony in Denver, Colorado, which she co-facilitated a while back. She now facilitates her own ceremonies and guides people back into their bodies through conscious, connective breathwork. We talk breathwork, we talk emotional healing and integration, and much more. Near the end of the podcast, Ashleen shares a lovely and grounding practice to tune into the breath, a great opportunity to integrate the wisdom she shared and to tap into your body and breath. I know you will love this episode and have a deeper respect for the power of breathwork coming out on the other side. I invite you to take a deep breath, find center in your heart as you traverse this episode of Summit to Soul Mountain. Enjoy. Welcome to Summit to Soul Mountain. Thank you for joining me, Ashleen. Super honored to have you on here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, and Chara. And Chara, <laughs> lovely puppy dog. So Ashleen is the owner of her practice, Heart Led Prana, which is her practice of holistic breathwork facilitator, intuitive bo- embodiment practice, and uh, she is also a Reiki energy healer. We met a little over a year ago, um, probably probably around a year ago. I was in a breath ceremony led by our friend Maddie. And uh, it was a powerful time for me because I was transitioning through a romantic transition um, from a relationship. And it was very impactful to dive into ceremony and to be held and be present with you and Maddie. And, uh, And breathwork has been a powerful tool for me to learn what's inside my body, what I'm feeling, what I'm going through. And, uh, so I'm grateful for that experience and to reconnect with you again on here. So thank you for joining me. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for it. I still remember it to this day because I was in the process of getting my certification. So Maddie asked me to hold space and do some Reiki. And so, um, meeting you was really powerful. And I remember hearing your story and just seeing the space and the 12 beautiful people that were there. And it was just kind of one of those moments of just feeling very grateful and like kind of foreshadowing like what is to come, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been so cool to, I've been, you know, watching you on Instagram <laughs> and stuff and to see how you keep evolving and, you know, showing up for others and, and it's really powerful. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and Summit to Soul Mountain, one of the basis is behind Summit to Soul Mountain is that we all have our own story. We're all on our own journey, climbing a mountain, the mountain of life, searching mm-hmm. for soul and uh, and just doing the best we can. So I'd like to start off with, you know, some some background of who you are, what led you into breath work and, and a little bit of where you came from and, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, thank you. First, I just want to say I love William James and he has... Um, he talks about a mountain and how we're all climbing the same mountain. And yet, since we're on different trails or on different ways of climbing that mountain, that we each have different perspectives mm-hmm. and each have like a different view um, just from our own experience. So I think that's really cool mm-hmm. uh, that that's what your philosophy is also about uh, with your podcast. So, um, yeah, it really started with just my own healing journey. Um I realized that I was really disassociated and I realized that I was numbing a lot. And so through kind of a dark night of the soul, through a transition of a breakup as well, um, I kind of understood that there was a lot that I needed to heal and there was a lot that I needed to kind of discover about myself. And so I did somatic healing. And, um, 
it was really beautiful just learning about emotions and that I could actually feel them <laughs> and that I just wasn't overwhelmed, that I could actually allow myself to pinpoint. And I remember this breakthrough being like, instead of overanalyzing and like making excuses, I just like allowed myself to feel. And for the first time, I was like, wow, this is really powerful mm -hmm. stuff. So through that experience, someone recommended, I think it was my therapist, recommended <laughs> breath work. And so I did uh, the breath work, it's holotropic breath work. And I, um, at that time, I was uh, training to be a yoga teacher trainer, trainer as well, or um, yoga teacher training as well. And so when I was doing yoga teacher training, that in and of itself was really healing. But then going through this healing journey, it just like really catapulted me to um, want to step into my leadership and kind of in a way like understand that there's probably other people out there that um, also need tools in order to cope and in order to be in their bodies and embody their fullest expression rather than hiding it. Um, so when I found out about breath work and going through that experience, I loved it. I just felt like it was the first time that I felt empowered about being in my own body and like felt this energy in my body that was like so beautiful. And it was just a really powerful experience. And so through that, doing that, um, doing that and that healing, um, it's just so funny, synchronistically, I was doing an internship at this yoga studio and I just so happened to talk about how I'm looking up trainings for breath work and our friend Maddie, <laughs> who I didn't know at the time, she just was getting ready for her class. I just took another person's class and she was getting ready in, in the, in the studio. And she goes, oh, like, you, you want to do breath work? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she's like, I'm doing this training. And so I asked her if she would get coffee with me. And so we got coffee and we just hit it off right away and um, talked for hours just about life and our own healing journeys. And I just felt really connected. And I was like, this is why I'm doing this. And so when I looked up, uh, when I looked up Sacred Breath Academy, it just every single word every it was almost like just hit a chord with me and so I was like I definitely need to sign up and it's just so interesting to look back and see that two years ago maybe a little bit more than two years ago I just had a coffee with a person with no expectations and it's changed the whole trajectory of my life <laughs> mm -hmm. so I'm um, just so appreciative of that and it just helps me to understand that connection is so important and as simple as getting a coffee can be so profound mm -hmm. and how important it is to know the interconnectedness of everything. And so through that um, last February, I um, finished my training with Sacred Breath Academy and then I fully went into my business, <laughs> Heartled Prana LLC. And so far I've done over 14 group events. I have a three month client right now, and then I have other clients. So I do one-on-ones. I just did my first retreat last month with my dear friend, Autumn. It was called Awakening Wild Rose in Salida, Colorado, uh, where we did a camping breathwork retreat, which was mm. so, it was just such a big vision that I'm so glad it came into fruition. Um, and I'm just really excited as things progress and, um, and as I continue this work, I'm just really grateful. Mm, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting to, to hear that because most, or I think a lot of stories, you know, start with, you know, a dark night of the soul, just like this dark bottom, you're just feeling down and low and then, you know, something beautiful comes out of that. And, and to hear that you, you learned how to embody your emotions and learned how to, you know, move through them. And now you're, you're helping others do that. Like, that's a, it's a powerful takeaway. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so you mentioned holotropic breathwork. Is that, mm -hmm. is that the, the specific kind of breathwork that you 
bring in the ceremony and, and take people through? Thank you for asking. It is not. Um, that's what I started off with. However, I wanted a more kind of gentle approach. And when I found Sacred Breath Academy, it was more, it talked a lot about trauma and um, just about that it was trauma informed and that it was like a ceremonial breath work. So this one is actually not a mouth inhale, mouth exhale. That's what I learned. Um, however, or I first started out with breath, breath work, but the sacred breath method um, can last anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. It just depends on um, the group or the person, the breather's process, but um, it's a nose inhale, it's in through the nose, out through the mouth, conscious connected breathing without pause. So typically we only use about 33% of our lungs capacity. Mm. And so when you breathe in this way, you're really, um, it's creating this energy because 90% of our energy comes from oxygen, only 10% from food and water. So when mm. you're breathing this way, you're creating all this, what I was talking about before, when I just like felt this like buzzing and tingling in this energy within my body, um, you really feel that within the breath work. And it's beautiful because it eases your way into it. It's not just, you just like go like right into the breath work. It's kind of like, you just allow your body to kind of ease into that, mm -hmm. your brain waves, you slowly get into the, the different brain waves and then allow yourself to have this beautiful journey where you just see what's ready to unfold and what your subconscious is ready to, uh, to show you and share with you. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And that's what I remember is, <laughs> is, you know, it was just continuing the breath and focusing on the breath and then allowing everything to come up and, and come in and, mm -hmm. uh, and to feel that in the body is, is really profound. And, mm -hmm. uh, like what are, what are, I know for a lot of it is emotional work mm -hmm. and, um, but I know not everyone needs to learn how to, to use emotional, um, mm -hmm. practices and stuff. Like what are some other methods and, um, outcomes from, from the breath work and things that come through for people? Yeah. So I love that because I think a lot of people are scared of, they're almost like fearful of like, what am I going to feel? And it's because mm -hmm. we've been taught a lot of times to suppress our feelings or to suppress an emotion. So when people hear that, I just want to say that before I move on, but like when people hear that, they're kind of like, oh no, like, um, like what? it's almost like the unfoldment or the mystery of that is really scary, but it's actually a really empowering thing because say someone told you not to feel a certain emotion when you were, when you were younger, um, allowing yourself to fully claim that and to release it because it gets stuck and stored into our body. And so I like to think of emotions as just energy in motion. And so mm -hmm. allowing that to come through is a really powerful thing because you're not holding on to it anymore. You can release it. So it is a really big part of the breath work, but yeah, it's not the only thing. And so I love breath work because you come into it thinking that you're going to be coming in with one thing and you come out with probably a totally different thing. And so um, I love it because it's all subconscious work and it's like you could get in a fight with your partner or um, you could have had a stressful day or something happened that you think you're going to be thinking about the whole time. However, like once you get into those brainwave states, you get into this dream time state, once you get into theta and it's going to show you exactly what, uh, what, what is needing to come through at this time. And it could be totally different than what your conscious mind is thinking. So mm -hmm. um, that's another part is like the brain waves. Um, so we're in beta right now. We're in the logical analytical mind. So we're judging, assessing, um, seeing the external as our reality. And so when you're breathing in that way, in that conscious connective way, you get from beta to alpha, which is this nice meditative state where you then come more into your body and listen to that analytical chattering mind. And I hear that a lot, actually, with my clients. They're like, I thought 15 minutes was going by and I just thought like I was going to be in my head the whole time. And then all of a sudden something just clicks and then it's almost like those brainwaves slow down and then they get into this like state where, um, yeah, it's just there, something takes over and then it's um, allowing them to process what, what is coming through. Um, 
And so then you'll get into eventually theta, which is this dream time state. And so um, your limbic brain gets activated and it doesn't know the difference between past, present and future. So anything can happen as if it's in real time. Uh, so what's cool about that is that um, there could be something that like a vision you have of say like a retreat or something of like a business plan that comes through or something of your past can come through and it's just showing you something, maybe some insights or things that you're, you're needing and time is not linear. So um, a lot of people say that they, it's almost like um, they thought it was like five minutes when really, again, it's like an hour to an hour mm -hmm. and a half. So um, it's kind of like when you're sleeping, you don't really check in on time. It's just kind of like you're in it. Um, mm -hmm. So it's really cool. And I love it. And why I love this work is because what it helped me with my healing was it helped me who I was very dysregulated, um, very hypervigilant. It, it helped me to regulate my nervous system to be in a calm state, not even just in the breath work, but in life itself, which is such a blessing for me. So um, just in and of that of itself, it's, it's a beautiful way to regulate your nervous system because when you get into the parasympathetic, when you're breathing in through the nose, it activates the parasympathetic, which is the rest, digest, restored state where mouth breathing um, activates the sympathetic, which is a different part of the autonomic nervous system still controlling the autonomic, but just a different part. And so that's fight, flight, or freeze, uh, freeze. Um, so that, um, yeah, so that's why I love this is because I already was in <laughs> fight or flight. I didn't need more of that. So with this type of breath work, it helped me to calm and ease my way so that I could really listen to my intuition and my body and help me to relax a little bit more, which that's exactly what I was needing. Um, yeah, it um, alkalizes the blood. It, uh, again, oxygenates you and, um, and it also helps with sleep. Uh, there's so many benefits to it and, um, and I would say also on a spiritual level, um, I know with me, it was very spiritual where it was like, um, which I, I was Reiki too since 2015. And before that, I was definitely agnostic where I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's out there. Um, but once I found out about Reiki, but it's more like it helped me to understand more about like. Uh, it helped me to feel more connected, which I'm a yoga teacher and I love the concept of yoga, meaning union, meaning there's like this, there's no, the, the, this feeling or this thought that we're separate, it's just an illusion. That's what it is. And that like, we can always come back to that state mm -hmm. of feeling connected. And I think it, what it takes is for us to really connect with ourselves. And that's what breath work does is it really helps us to meet the depths in ourselves so that we can meet the depths in others. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. There's, there's so much that can, can come from breath work. And the best part is it's all like free, basically, yes. you know, these tools yeah. are just, it's natural for us to breathe and, and how yeah. much of us are, are in that sympathetic nervous system all the time without knowing because we're either mouth breathing or we're just having these external experiences pretty much guide us and take us and to to know that we can breathe intentionally and consciously um in this sort of system where it's ceremonial and you're intentionally going into these things and then also just on regular basis of connecting back to yourself and and using that um, yeah. that's very interesting. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. Right. So if you, yeah. if you don't really, if you're not really aware of it, it's almost like you can just like pass through and not mm -hmm. really realize how profound that is that it's like, we can use our breath to activate these like spaces and for us to be able to know that, um, yeah, that simply just breathing in a certain way can allow us to meet ourselves in in such a such a deeper level. And I think that that's why I love the groups too, because you can feel the energy mm -hmm. around you and yet be so in your process. And I always tell people, essentially my, 
part in the leading of the breath work is just for me to be an anchor and a timekeeper to allow people to go as deep and as ready as they're willing to go. Um, and letting them know that they have the full, they're the driver, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in the driver's seat and, uh, they have the wheel and, um, I'm just allowing them to guide them into that space. And I'm kind of like the map where I just show them, <laughs> like, you can go to all these places and you can, you can, um, I'll let you lead the way type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And <laughs> the biggest part with that too, I think is allowing your, your clients and these, and everybody to know that they're in control and allowing them to, to take away from what their experience is and not feeling like this is, you know, something that was given to me. Like I did this myself and, um, and that's really impactful and allows for integration to, Mm -hmm. to be much easier and more profound because you know that you did it you know and Mm. and uh and to feel safe and held in those spaces when you're when you're going deep like that absolutely Um, and I love the way that you said before like it's a tool and it's free and it's like that's what it is it's like again, we don't know what we don't know. So it's like, this is a tool, but ultimately it's not for you to feel like you need to keep going to these spaces. It's for you to feel empowered enough to be like, wow, like I did this and Mm -hmm. I met myself there and I allowed myself to be vulnerable in front of other people. And I feel more connected to them and myself Mm -hmm. because I allowed that. And because I allowed this, the mystery to unfold. And because I I really stepped up and felt this because a lot of times people feel like they're like, I don't, I I hear a lot of times when people share or um, they just say, they're like, I didn't know what to like really expect, or I don't know why I felt called to do this, but something in me felt called. And it's like, yeah, that's your, that's your higher self. That's your intuition saying that something in your body is telling you that this is something to explore Mm -hmm. and to feel the power within you um and it just sometimes takes a guide or sometimes takes someone to allow that space to happen and so that's why i feel so lucky and so grateful to uh, to create these spaces and to hold spaces and containers like this for people to find that out for themselves Mm -hmm. yeah i know for myself it's i need that little push sometimes it's like i know i have yeah (laughs) I know I have a calling or I know I need to to do something, but knowing how to do it and, and then having someone to say, this is okay, you know, mm. and accepting and stuff is, is such a powerful, you know, thing to have. And, and it's needed more now than ever to, to be able to come together and know that we're not alone in this process. Like you were saying at the beginning, you know, you were, you know, you're going through your healing process and you realize like, I'm, I'm not the only one going through this, you know? Um, and that is a level of, of connection in itself to, to be able to create that space. Yeah. I'm receiving support. That was such a big one for me that I, I had to learn. And it's like, you know, like uh, that's why I realized like I have to go first in order to create these containers. And it's like allowing yourself to be held and to be supported it's not always easy especially if you don't know the person and so Mm -hmm. it's like what a permission that is (laughs) to Mm -hmm. just allow yourself to receive support and knowing that you're you're so deserving of it and so is everyone else and yeah so it's yeah it's really beautiful Mm, it's awesome um, how, how do you, for, for integration of these practices, what is some advice that you would, you would give normally to people for after processing emotions? And, and a lot of times it can, you know, it's can be joy that you come across or sadness and, or anger or fear and stuff. So feeling the emotions is one thing and allowing to express them, but then moving forward from there, how do you how do you guide from there? That's a really great question. I'm really glad you asked that. So integration, I think, is the most important piece. 
So breath work is kind of like, okay, it's like inertia. Okay. It started, it happened, but it's like, what do you do after that? And so mm -hmm. what breath work can show is what's in alignment with either in your life or your actions or just whatever, whatever's living within is, is going to come up. And so it can be very uncomfortable, especially if something's in misalignment, <laughs> especially if there's something that's here to show you that, um, something is needing to change and what do you do with that right like when you get that information so I would say a lot of what I try to tell my clients is having so much grace and having so much compassion for whatever shows up and being curious about it because it's here to even if it's uncomfortable it's here to show you something and so uh, you kind of already expressed it, but learning to sit with uncomfortability and learning to sit with emotions, we're usually not taught that. We're so distracted. Like I can feel uncomfortable right now and like go on my phone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're not used to just allowing ourselves to sit in the uncomfortability. And we're, we're, we really are, we're, we're really trained to be comfortable to if we feel, I know like um, with some, it's like uh, going to certain substances or eating. And so it's like learning that if we just allow the emotions to come through, they usually will pass way quicker than we imagine they could. And yet we don't allow it. So then we keep on suppressing it and suppressing it and then get triggered and there's certain things. And if we just like allowed ourselves to feel into that and just let the process be what it is and it usually will pass and a lot of people feel a lot lighter because of that so that's one aspect of it mm -hmm. but how do we get there right so I would say a really beautiful way is expression so it's like writing in a journal and getting to know more familiar getting more intimate with these emotions getting mm -hmm. more intimate with yourself and also that support aspect of it like learning to um gain support with it and um so journaling would be a really good one um i feel really a lot of the times grounding it's hard because it's like if we do, it's like a really general um you know integration it's it's easier when I have like a client with me because it's like mm -hmm. we get into the specifics of things mm -hmm. but I would say just some general things would be um doing things that allow you to move through things so dance is a really big one for me like it's like anything that I allow like I just getting and doing inner child work. So I do, um, I'm a reparenting coach. And so I, I um, my goal is to help people to access that inner child within them and to see like, what is it from the adult aspect that we can go into our inner child and really like help to learn how to like cope with things. Because again, we have never learned how to cope with things. Mm -hmm. So that's a really big part of integration as well is like learning to, um, learning to self-soothe in a way that feels really empowering and feels in alignment with our authentic selves and not the, not the self that is, um, is self-sabotaging. So what I mean by you can know, usually know the difference. <laughs> uh, because uh, so I would say um, grounding in the earth is a really good one. Um, really learning to be in the body, um, I think is really important because at times we can really be in our heads about things, especially if we didn't learn how to feel certain emotions, we can almost try to talk our way out of it. So really like feeling into, mm -hmm. um, yeah, feeling into it and knowing that it will pass. The emotions will pass mm -hmm. if we allow it, but sometimes we, <laughs> it's easier said than done. And I know that for sure. And so that's what I, um, love to, I need to learn the tools too. I mean, like I said, I used to numb and disassociate. Mm -hmm. And so it's like learning to, to know that, um, 
it's okay to be in this human experience. It's okay to be messy and allow yourself to be messy um, and really trusting yourself. So a lot of the coaching that I do is, is having people trust their intuition, trust that they're capable and that they're, they can empower themselves to make the right decision. So say if something is out of alignment um, that I have one client who um, they realize they went to all the schooling, they realized they wanted to actually do a different thing and go on a different avenue and they didn't do it right away. And that's what's beautiful is like trusting the timing of things and trusting mm. that it will come and that um, that it's it doesn't mean you have to act right away. If anything, just like learning to be curious and patient about your process and mm. to trust yourself to know that you'll know how to navigate that um, when the time comes. Mm. Yeah, that's that's really good. Being gracious, being compassionate <laughs> with yourself giving yourself the time to really feel the emotions, mm-hmm. to feel what you're going through and, uh, and to trust because, mm-hmm. you know, we're all we got ourselves is we're, our, you know, our greatest teacher, our greatest friend. And, you know, we, we do know what's best for us when we give ourselves that space to, to be with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to come back to it because we've learned so much to, look outside of ourselves for external validation and for like ways of living within the world. Cause again, we're in beta right now. So it's easy to like judge and assess and see things. And yet with breath work, especially we, we know and other tools that can, can help us in that way. Meditation, there's many other practices, but that it really starts with internal. It's more like everything is a reflection outside of showing us like mm-hmm. what it is that's um, that's living within us and how can we really, is it something that we're liking what we're seeing <laughs> or is it something that's needed to shift or change? And um, yeah, and that most of our beliefs and that's why being gener- like being compassionate is so important because when we were, uh, before we were seven years old, that's like really where we um, created our beliefs due to our environment and the things that we saw things and processed it. So um, we made meanings out of things. And so that's kind of what's navigating us later in life is like those beliefs that we made up when we were seven, before seven years old, because our brains weren't able to um they just weren't developed in a way that we could make things assess things as not a part of us we don't have that and like way to analyze so we Mm -hmm. make everything we're like sponge like we make everything um about us and so uh if we're in a chaotic environment or just anything if something happened we usually our beliefs we would make a belief about that in that Mm -hmm. instant and then it would direct our lives. So I love Carl Jung because he has this quote of like, until you make the unconscious conscious, you will, uh, I'm going to butcher it, but you will allow it to direct your life and call it, and you will call it fate. Mm. And so it's like learning how to be really gracious as you go through things and you're like, why did I act that way? And just learning your triggers is really important too. And being more curious about it rather than being in a way of like judging yourself, being hard on yourself, because that's so easy to do. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm glad you brought up like, um, like inner child work and stuff like that, because, you know, like you said, we're our inner child and all those thoughts and those experiences when we were so young, we didn't know any better, have such a powerful impact on us to to what we think now and we don't know you know we don't even realize that and to to go back and to try and give our give ourselves love as a young child and to understand where we're coming from that's that's important you know and uh that's very very interesting i'm i'm do do probably not as much as i should but uh but it's whenever I do try and dive into a meditation and have intentions of, of an interesting experience that 
you know, I'm like, is this why I think this way? Or is this why I feel this way? And what do I feel now? What do I think now? And, uh, and just allowing that, that child to, to know that I'm, I'm there for him and to, to, you know, to, to move through that from there. Mm -hmm. Um, so, cause yeah. that's, that's where all those, you know, whether it's a trauma or something that's, you know, maybe not super like fearful or a bad experience when we were a child, but even good experiences and stuff, but not, you know, we don't believe that way anymore, but we just don't understand that something stems from something so far back. We, yeah. we can't really grasp that until mm -hmm. we, until we fully understand that, or we dive into that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really powerful that you're even doing that work. And I've seen your stories. You need to give yourself so much more credit than you're giving <laughs> yourself because I think you're doing the work, my friend. <laughs> but, I try my best. I try yeah, my best. Yeah. And uh, you do. And just knowing that um, asking the need, like what was the need for me mm. to, because I think even our beliefs serve us in a certain way, why would we keep doing it, right? So it's like learning that there has to be a need there. There has to be something there that's like, sir, even though it's like probably not serving us like in a whole, uh, mm. like the, the like limiting beliefs aren't really, they're probably not benefiting us and others around us. Um, however, like what is the need there and what, why, mm like how is this serving me in a way so that you could change that and shift that so that it's more in a powerful way of being like okay I know my need and so how can I shift this so I it can serve me and others mm -hmm. in a more uh fulfilling way mm -hmm. yeah am I am I just trying to be safe am I trying to protect myself from you know something to happen am I afraid of what is potential you know or yes. um you know am I holding myself back in those yes. ways yeah am I needing awareness. certainty yeah am I needing yeah you you hit it on the nail or you hit the nail on the head I feel um yeah it's it is really beautiful once we understand like huh like I needed certainty at that time and just giving yourself so much forgiveness and compassion because it's um, in a way it's just like your inner child really just needing some love and to feel cared for and some attention and to be witnessed really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. a lot with shadow work too. That's mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Bringing, bringing awareness to, to it all. Mm -hmm. and, all and parts. Question, questioning it and yeah. <laughs> accepting it, you know, yes. so, you know, accepting everything and then saying, what am I going to do about it? You know, yeah like where yeah. can I go from here yeah I think once you welcome it in because shame is there because it's almost like we don't want to look at it right so when we allow shame in it's almost in a way we're like oh but that's shame is I feel one of those um emotions where it's shining it, it's trying not to shine a light on something but if we do shine a light on it, we'll see like, that's the part that needs the most love because it's so scared and it's like wanting to be so like accepted and loved. And so it's very disempowering to not be able to express that and to share it. And so if we allow that to just like, of course, like with someone that you feel safe with or, mm -hmm. um, you know, like someone that you feel like will fully support you. But I think it's really, empowering to like welcome all of it in and welcome all parts of yourself and to know that you're worthy just as you are there's and if we truly felt that then it's almost like okay well if I'm worthy then yes I'm probably going to change my behaviors that are not serving me and I'll probably change, but yet I'm going to do it with so much grace and so much love and so much compassion. And yet like what a ripple effect that is, mm -hmm. then you're going to give other people so much grace, so much love and compassion because that's what you're giving yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> um, so I, 
like to ask one question at the end here. Um, at the very beginning, you mentioned how you were for a long part of your life, you were agnostic and you didn't really know what was out there. And, um, and, uh, so I'm curious, what is, uh, what do you, what does soul mean to you? Hmm. That's such a good question. <laughs> uh, soul I feel means to me is this, what comes, what comes straight in is it eternal. It's eternal. Mm. And that was the first word. It's eternal. It's, we can pretend it's not there, but it's forever. <laughs> and it's something that um, I think connects us all. I think when we separate ourselves, we almost forget that we are this divineness. Like we're, it's almost like <laughs> allowing our, she agrees. <laughs> it's uh, allowing, um, that eternal I'm being wordy with it but yeah I would say I would say it's it's just our eternalness and that connection within all of us mm, it's beautiful I feel that I resonate with that thank I think, you I think uh you know soul can go in in many different directions but it's something that is you know it's always there and it's yeah. always always present and i think it's the energy yeah like when i think of soul i think of just like our energy like our energies it's always ever present and mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and breath work breath work definitely can can get you in touch with that you know mm -hmm. real quick <laughs> oh yeah if you allow it to for sure mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. definitely that's so awesome yeah. um is there is there any breath work practices I know with your, you know, going into ceremony, it's definitely a, an intentional, more long process and more devotional um, to the to the time and and moving through it. Is there any um, practices or um, personal things that you can recommend in yeah. for people to get started and and to look into with breath work? Absolutely. I think just being aware of your breath, just being aware of even right now, just like, how are you breathing? Are you breathing in through your nose or out through your mouth? Mm -hmm. Like, are you breathing in through your mouth and just noticing where it feels in your body? Mm -hmm. And then allowing yourself to place your hand on your heart and your hands on your, mm -hmm. um, either your sacral or your belly button and then just maybe closing your eyes and connecting with it and so just breathing in through your nose and either out through your nose or mouth um and what I like to do at first is just here we can do it if you want <laughs> okay placing your I like to think of all senses as well because I think again I'm all about like being in the body and then um out of the mind so placing your hands on or placing your feet on the ground and then placing your hands either on your knees or one on your heart, one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly button, closing your eyes if that feels comfortable or light gaze and just noticing your breath. Noticing if you've been holding it Noticing the expansion of your natural rhythm as you breathe in and where it falls as you breathe out. Noticing the sensations that are arising in the body as you're breathing in and out. Feeling the cold air as you breathe in in your nostrils and the warm air as you breathe out. And if your mind wanders, that's okay. Just like the heart beats without us asking it to, the brain is gonna come up with thoughts. So just noticing and then coming back to your breath. 
Noticing if there's any tension, can you soften a little bit more? And slowly and gently for a couple moments, we're gonna breathe in through our nose and a big expansion, filling up your belly, then your chest. And audible exhale out through the mouth. Nice and slowly, there's no rush in through the nose, filling up the belly, then the chest. Without pause, exhaling out. Knowing you don't have to hold on, you can let go. Deeply breathing in through your nose, filling up your belly, then your chest, and exhaling out through the mouth. When you're ready, good. Continuing on just like this for a couple more moments. Maybe even feeling your heartbeat as you're breathing in and out. Guiding yourself. Feeling the rhythm of your breath as you fully breathe in and out. And on your last exhale, you're just gonna place your hands on your knees and just come to the natural rhythm of your breath. And just doing another body scan and seeing if anything has shifted. There's no right or wrong here, just allowing yourself to be. When you're ready, opening your eyes, looking around the room. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. I feel more in my body. I feel you know, more connected with myself, more connected mm. with, with you and just the world around me. You know, um, yeah, that's that's a really simple practice. Really, you know, just really powerful just to to sit with yourself and to, to feel my body as I was breathing and to yeah just to be there to allow whatever I was feeling to to come through yeah I mean there's so many pranayamas there's so many breath works mm -hmm. it's like um but we can just keep it really simple at the same mm -hmm. time just really allowing yourself to like feel in your body and just feel the natural rhythm of your breath and connecting it as well. I think we've learned to really hold on to things and like hold on to our breath. And so learning to just let it go, just let it flow um, is really in and of itself, very simple, but very powerful too. And so, yeah, so there's many different types of, of breath work and um, that I could share, but I think sometimes we really just need to keep it simple. So <laughs> that's my, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Well, for the people who want to dive more into your work and to learn more practices, where can, uh, where can the world find you? They can find me on Instagram at heartledprana. And my website is www.heartledprana.com. Uh, if anyone wants to email me and to connect more or have a clarity call, if you're uh, in Denver, I can do in person. And also I'm now providing online breathworks as well. So if you would like to connect more, um, you can message me on those, but also in um, my website, you can do a free clarity call. But also my email is infoheartledprana.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ashleen. Thank you, Ryan. Really I really appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, your wisdom and and your presence is is uh 
great to connect with and to, to be here with. So thank you. I'm so glad we connected again. And thank mm -hmm. you for this. It's been such a pleasure mm -hmm. for Chara and I. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. Well, y'all, thank you so much for joining me on the trail in this week's episode of Summit to Soul Mountain. Again, my name is Ryan Witherspoon. That was Ashleen Elizabeth. If you feel called to get in contact with her, I encourage you, please do. She's an amazing breathwork ceremony holder. She's a great guide, a great coach, and uh, I truly believe that she can help you tap into your emotions and move through into some much clearer space of who you are and yeah if you like this episode please comment leave a rating subscribe share this with your friends share it on social media it truly means a lot to me and um yeah i look forward to having more conversations around the soul purpose and uh tapping into potential so that's it. Much love. Keep being who you are. Keep doing the things you're doing. You're doing great. I love you. Peace.